0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, the Light Body Healing and Consulting channel. Dr. Lara May here, and I bring to you a reflection on the new year, of course. So, happy new year, everybody. And I just want to provide you some space here for reflection. So, I don't know how many of you out there do like to do resolutions or goals, or, um, maybe you do more reflection and intention setting, but, um, sorry, when I'm having a technical difficulty here, I'm just going to one second. <laughs> know my little all right you know what never mind I was trying something new (laughs) for the new year and it ended up not working. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, happy new year, y'all. I'm so excited to be here and I'm glad that you're here with me today. And I, again, like I said, I am wanting to bring an availability to you to set your intentions for 2024. So why? Why do we do this? You know, for the longest time when I was growing up, it was all about what are your new year's resolutions? And uh as I've you know, evolved and grow, grown older and become more intentional in my life, I have evolved from resolutions, excuse me, into intentions. So it, why are intentions more powerful than resolutions? So intentions are often considered to be more powerful than New Year's resolutions for several reasons. Uh, one of them happens to be flexibility. So intentions are more fluid and flexible than resolutions resolutions often tend to be um, specific and specificity isn't bad. And we'll get into that later. But um, sometimes they can be construed into like very rigid goals, while intentions focus on a broader, uh, more underlying purpose or desired outcome. And this flexibility, flexibility allows intentions to adapt and change as your circumstances change. So really intentions are Are more sustainable in the long run. So, also, intentions delve deeper into the why behind your motivation. So, why are you setting this resolution or the intention? What's going on with you in your life, um, in your situations and circumstances that's motivating you to uh, bring forward this intention or this resolution? And, um, sorry. I'm getting distracted today. (laughs) Uh, But also, so beyond the flexibility and the more focusing on the why, there's also, uh, you know, more of a mindfulness focus, uh, more of a mindset shift. So resolutions are often associated with, The all or nothing mindset, sort of that rigidity we talked about earlier, uh, leading to feelings of failure if they're not strictly adhered to, while intentions emphasize the journey and the process rather than just the end result. So this also allows for more self-compassion, more resilience when you're facing setbacks and we're all going to face setbacks. So um, that's just part of it and there's nothing wrong with that, Uh, but it's about how we approach it and what we think about it that will determine how we feel and how we act on that feeling and then what results show up for us. So also intentions are more sustainable over the long term. Resolutions might be easily forgotten or abandoned as soon as they become challenging, or they lose their novelty, or maybe you feel like, oh, I've already screwed it up. So what's the point? So you just quit. Um, Versus intentions, because they do have this anchor in the focus on the why behind it, you are more likely to stick with them. They're more likely to be um, intrinsically and imper- personally meaningful. And so they have a higher chance of enduring throughout the year. So they're also intentions is more of a holistic approach. So it focuses on growth and well-being rather than a specific isolated goal. They encourage you to consider various aspects of your life, such as relationships, personal development, health, happiness, whatever that means to you, and fostering more of a balanced approach to self-improvement. Again, instead of saying, okay, like I'm going to lose 30 pounds in 2024, and if I haven't lost this much by this time, then... You know, all bets are off. So, with intentions comes less pressure, more freedom. Resolutions often carry the weight of expectation, leading to pressure and sometimes guilt if they're not achieved. While intentions offer more freedom and self-compassion, allowing you to adjust and realign without the burden of strict deadlines or sort of like a pass or fail mentality. So, while both intentions and resolutions aim at improvement and development, intentions provide a broader, more sustainable framework that aligns with your values and your aspirations, making them a more powerful tool for effectively you know, um, creating lasting and meaningful change in your life. So I hope that explains a little bit about why intentions from my perspective are better. Uh, because they're more likely to be successful, sustainable. And again, they should be able to grow with you. So for example, um, every year, I like to pick a theme word for my year, just to keep me sort of uh, focused. And so this year, my word is creation. And also this year, I have come up with a mantra. To go with that. And my mantra is I am, I create. And for me, this really reinforces this concept of radical responsibility that everything in my life, I have created. Whether I want it there or not, I have created it. And, you know, in some ways, that's like, oh crap, that's big. But in other ways, it's like, wow, that's really powerful. I have the power to create anything that I want in my life. And if there's something in my life that I don't want, then I have the power to create something else, create something new, and or uncreate what I've created. So um, I am of the belief that we are all powerful creators. We are energetic beings in a human vessel in this life, and so. I really wanted to reinforce this radical responsibility that I'm taking for myself and that I'm teaching about. And with, for me this year, this coming year, 2024, it's going to be, I am, I create, and my theme word is creation. So have you guys thought about a theme word or a pa- or not a pattern, but sort of, you know, like a, a constant you that you can come back to throughout the year. I will tell you the first year I started doing this was actually 2020. And so January 2020, I picked the word flow, which was very interesting if we look back on how 2020 unfolded and how, you know, so many of us were in lockdown and we were Told, you know, you can't go here, you have to wear a mask, or, you know, all these things. Um, and so for a lot of people, there was a lot of flow that was disruptive for us, you know, for everybody really, the whole world. Um, but it was also an amazing challenge to see how I could still bring flow into my life throughout that year, in spite of what was going on in the world with the pandemic at that time. So, um, so yeah, every year, every year since then, um, I've decided to pick a word and um, pick a theme. And I love this idea that I am, I create, it's so powerful. And I wanted, you know, I, I read a book um, this past year, that brought this concept into my consciousness. And I, I, I loved it so much that I really wanted to focus on it for a full year. And that doesn't necessarily mean that like, Every day I, you know, um, evaluate or do something that is associated with it. But the fact that we're setting this intention at the beginning and for me, I do write it down and I do come back to it periodically and I, I evaluate and I look back and I say, okay, well, what have I created or what did I want to create that hasn't evolved In the way that I wanted to or thought it would. Maybe it's better than I could have imagined. Maybe it's worse or not as good as I hoped. So, and seeing like, what did I bring to the table? What did I not bring to the table that I could have or should have? Um, So, I think it's important that, or not just important, but so powerful and empowering that we have this opportunity to take some time, create a quiet space for ourselves think about how was 2023? What did that look like for you? Were you overall happy? Were you frustrated? Was it a roller coaster ride? Was it challenging? Was it challenging more days than not? These are just some questions, you know, to reflect back and say, okay, what went well? What went, quote unquote, right for me? Excuse me. And, you know, what maybe didn't go so well and what what I've done differently looking back. And so I did come up with a list of questions to help you reflect that I thought I would bring forward that I really liked. So I, you know, of course, when I'm coming up with, when I'm doing my own introspection and investigation, I'm Googling and, you know, going through the books that I have on my shelf and like using all my resources. So I do the same thing for you guys when I put this information and content together to bring to you. And so one of the questions that I really liked is, what are you most grateful for from this past year? And beyond that, is there anything that you took for granted that are or are still taking for granted? That's powerful. And what was the biggest challenge you faced over the last year? And how did you handle it? and how you grow and learn from it. I like that too. Because we all have challenges. That's, you know, one of the natures of being in on this planet at this time is challenges. So, but it's about how we grow and learn and, you know, what do we think about it that creates our feelings and from those feelings how do we act? What actions do we take or not take? And then what result does that create in our life? So did you give yourself the opportunity this past year to push your boundaries, to get out of your comfort zone? And if so, what did that look like? Was it fun out of the comfort zone? Was it so uncomfortable and you hated it out of the comfort zone? And then looking forward in 2024, are you setting yourself up to step out of that comfort zone even more? Maybe take some trips, do some adventures infuse some fun, maybe take on an extra project at work that you know will really challenge you, but will, you know, exemplify all the strengths that you have and everything you bring to your work. So also too, like, what did you learn about yourself this past year? And with that, what are you going to continue? Or what are you going to change? Because we all have the power to change. All we have to do is decide and we can change. You know, there's that old saying, people don't change. Well, most people don't change because they're unconscious. They're, you know, rumbling through their lives, completely unconscious, bouncing around from thing to thing, just reacting, and most of the time in victimhood. But the reality is that we all have free will. We all have the power to choose. We get to choose. We all have the privilege to choose and make choices. And so we get to decide how we are, who we are, how we show up, what that looks like when we show up or what it looks like when we don't show up. So how did you show up last year? How did you not show up last year? And how do you want to show up in 2024? So what will you do differently going forward? Did you think that your life was balanced over the last year? If not, how are you going to infuse more balance into this year? Do you feel like you're living your true self? Do you feel like you are being authentic to you and those around you? And if not, what changes will you make to be authentic and to show up as that person that you want to be, that is truly you who you feel in alignment with. So what are you ready to let go of? From 2023? Are you ready to let go of a person, a place, a thing, a career, a job, a situation, a relationship? Stuff? The New Year's a great time to get rid of extra stuff that you don't need. So what are you ready, 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 really ready to release, let go of? Um, I was privileged enough to lead an amazing um, workshop with two other facilitators on New Year's Eve, and we did a really powerful cord cutting. So um, on my YouTube channel, I actually have a recorded guided meditation that's a cord cutting. Uh, definitely look that up if you're looking for like a spiritual way to cut cords with 2023. I think that could be really helpful, very powerful, but also gentle. So um, check that out. And then looking forward. So what do you want to create for yourself in 2024? What do you want to learn about or pursue more? For me, I have been wanting to become a conversational, fluent speaker of Spanish for many years. And I dabble and I piddle around and then I get distracted to do something else. So this year I'm going to commit to learning Spanish, which I'm really excited about. And I have a lot of you out there that I know will help me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I would love to um, open up that opportunity that any of you out there want to help me be, uh, stay accountable to learning Spanish. I am open, and I would love some of that accountability, but I'm also here for you. Anything that you need accountability with, whether it's uh, within your health within your mindset, within your habits, within your practices, within your eating and your food, whatever, exercise, meditation, yoga, just let me know. And those are the tools that I will bring forward for you. So part of my intention for this year is really not only being aware of what I'm creating in my life, but really being that deliberate creator of content within my business, but for you, for all of you out there. And so I want content that you want. (laughs) So you have to tell me what you want. What do you want to know more about? Um, So I'm looking forward to that because uh, it's a lot more fun to create content that I know uh, that you guys will, you know, just love to consume and ingest to uh, eat it up, as they say. So I'm excited to bring that forward. But what do you want to create? Who do you want to be? And what do you want to accomplish? Again, that word accomplish um, sort of brings us back to the whole concept of a resolution. But I think if we look at accomplish from the perspective of intention, then again, it, it gives us that support, but flexibility and a framework to work from, but allows that movement within that framework. So the, you know, just a few more things that I want to bring up is obviously this requires some self-awareness and reflection. And so, you know, I think the greatest journeys that we go on in our lives are those journeys of self-reflection because we start to understand ourselves at a deeper level. We start to understand why we are the way we are, why we act the way we do, why we respond and react the way we do, especially if we're triggered. And so I think this is a really good process to bring more grace, forgiveness, and compassion into your life too, uh, which I think we all could use more of and we could all stand to be reminded to just be gentle and self-loving with ourselves. But also too, I think this gives us an opportunity to look at our core values and our principles and our beliefs and what is important to us, what really matters to us. And really start focusing on that because so many of us for so much of our lives, again, we're like floating around, really unconscious, not really maybe doing anything that we feel is meaningful in terms of a career, you know, just to get the bills paid and like get on to the next day. But when we have that connection with our higher, I'll call it our higher self, but really... There's this connection when you know what you believe and you are working to integrate that into your life. There is this that makes life more meaningful. And so I think it's really important in terms of clarity and specificity to understand and, you know, evaluate what your core values are. And you're like, "Well, maybe crap, I don't know what that is. And that's okay. Like that's what Google's for. So you can start googling, you know, what are some examples of core values? Or you can even look up core values of companies. Usually, when a company puts together a plan or a vision for itself, it usually comes up with some core values. So that's a great way to come up with some. Um, so don't be afraid to like get curious and to to visualize, to daydream, to be creative. Allow yourself that space. It's okay. It is not a waste of time. Daydreaming, I think I was Einstein, I think that had said something about daydreaming is one of the most powerful ways that we come up with these amazing shifts and ahas in the universe. So don't be afraid to daydream all of you out there. And then um, also to keep it positive. So instead of saying like, I want to stop procrastinating, well, what will it look like when you're not procrastinating and focus on those actions that are the opposite of procrastination. So will you be making your to-do list or your ta do list, to done, um, meaning it's already done? Uh, will you be, um, holding yourself accountable for things that are getting done and not getting done? Will you be giving yourself grace when you're tired and you just need some relaxation and, you know, rest time? That's okay too. Give yourself that time. So, you know, think about some of these things and that will give you a framework to go by and to fill in and to create for yourself. And then also, then there comes the action steps and the accountability part. So you have visualized, you've come up with your core values, you've gained some clarity and specificity about what you want, what you want to create. Now, what does it look like when you're doing it? So what are the steps? Outline the steps. Maybe it's a bigger project. So maybe it's, I don't know, like something more practical, like a bathroom renovation, for example. So a bathroom renovation has lots of different steps. And within all those steps are even smaller steps. So a good way to make sure that you're not going to miss anything with this project is to look at the big picture, come up with, I like to do like sectional things or like blocks, and then break those up into smaller things and do those each smaller steps within the block. And then before you know it, your entire project is already done. And it was probably a lot less stressful because you already had everything lined up, outlined, and so you you for your brain, instead of so much abstract, which is really easy to procrastinate about. Now you have a um, discrete <laughs> like what's the word I'm looking for a discrete list of steps and tasks and things to do. And even if you don't get them done in a, you don't have to get them done in a certain order, but knowing that they're there and then knowing you can like come back or you're like, okay, well, I've done this. I can't do this till I do this other thing. So, you know, but keeping a list, it's really important, especially for ADHD brains like mine. I'm sure there's lots of you out there. It's really easy to get overwhelmed and procrastinate. And so I really want you to think about, again, staying positive focusing on what you can do instead of what you don't want to do. And you can start with that I don't want to do this to for that clarity, but then build around that I don't want to what the opposite of that is. So um, I think that's helpful. And then, you know, regular review and adaptation. That's the whole point of intention setting versus a resolution that you don't have to stay within, you know, a a tiny little box of rules. You get to create whatever you want. So what does that look like? All right. So happy new year, everyone. I'm so excited for 2024. I hope you are too. Um, If you want a cord cutting and releasing meditation, head on over to my YouTube page. That's Dr. Lara May um, on YouTube as well. And just search for um, cord cutting. And because uh, that's a very powerful and then once you've done the cord cutting, then you've fill all in with the light and the love and the creation that you're going to bring forward into 2024. Okay, I will get off of here and you can go back to your Tuesday. Thank you so much. And I will catch you on the flip side.